0: a lot now uh review of movie say anything now I, I mentioned at the start i've been forced at gunpoint almost to watch 1980s movies um for about six months now and some have been great and some have been terrible and a lot of very much in between i've seen the Corey films Corey fieldman films uh quarry Hain, quarry fieldman's films like license to drive and sometimes they're engaging and fun one of the stories especially shows we saw or films we saw on the weekend was toy story uh, toy soldiers sorry and i do not recommend ever forcing yourself to to sit through that it was so awful not even from an entertainingly awful perspective but i did watch a rom-com ish uh, rom-com teen movie slash rom-com uh, from the 1980s which should be the kiss of death but it was the first film by cameron crowe who was uh, ex Rolling Stone writer and obviously made almost famous, and Jerry Maguire, and to lesser ex- success since with Vanilla Sky and, and stuff like that. But he's made the uh, film starring John Cusack as who you think is going to be a very similar character to was it Sixteen Candles? Like just basically a quirky teen and falls in love with the hot, you know, the high achieving girl at school, and there's that pretty in pink crossover and. They get to know each other and so on. And here's a a brief clip of John Cusack being sounded out by the dad of this valedictorian uh, played by Ione Skye. And the dad played by John Mahoney went on to be the dad in Fraser, no less. And I was expecting very little from this. I was expecting the quirky characters, the, the rote characters from every American teen movie from the 1980s to come through. And they never did. It was astonishing. It was, um, although the premise may be a little curious with this girl, apparently the brainiest girl and the most future success at school, having not one single solitary friend. Um, and uh, my girlfriend wasn't too taken with that and didn't find that very credible. And the relationship with the dad being a little bit close, <laughs> like some of those relationships are in movies. I noticed, yeah, it's like the Harry Dean Stanton Molly Ringwell relationship in Pretty in Pink, but he's a little bit closer than that which is uh, maybe a little closer. to some and it's this of, of these three characters John Cusack who isn't who you expect him to be he actually is a well rounded human being and the, fi- the what the film has going for it although it's a bit slight um, and there's certainly funnier films. Is how very convinced I was by everyone's motivations, everyone's dialogue, everything that happens interpersonal between the characters. You never get that in a, a 1980s teen movie. You never get it at all in a teen movie now. But they were very. It was like their dialogue was very thoughtful. The performances were very well poised. I thought only Sky was a little bit clumsier than John Cusack. Um, he was. I thought was excellent and a really likeable character in it as well Um, without anything really that oddball about him normally they've got these things like ducky and pretty and pink that's you know they're they're the class goof or they're the the weirdo or there's something strange about them Um, but they had a convincing relationship him and and irony sky and they had a convincing burgeoning love affair and it was actually a really sweet film it wasn't cliched or cheesy or anything like that it was like adults had actually come in and written the dialogue so i really was quite impressed with this i think it holds up well today uh, the cast has a lot of familiar faces in there as well uh, beyond kuzak and uh, mahoney and sky only sky sort of disappeared off the radar i know she married one of the beastie boys i'm not sure if she just settled down or or that was the end of her acting career but it's a really good film, it's it's entertaining, convincing, and I'm gonna give it eight and a half out of ten, which I would never have picked. The only thing it's got a downer on is the soundtracks. Appalling. And some of those 80s films have great soundtracks. Pretty in Pink, I keep mentioning, does have a great soundtrack. Breakfast Club does not have a great soundtrack. It's really dated now. Uh, And this has got an awful soundtrack. It has got a very famous scene with John Cusack standing in the driveway holding a ghetto blaster, a giant stereo over his head, which is the one concession to cheese in the movie. But well worth catching now. This is from last week.